you know, the camera can be quite unforgiving. And that's definitely a new area of, uh, I guess, cosmetic pressure that I've never experienced before. Welcome to More Life. In this episode, Hartford HealthCare's Steve Coates talks with Dr. Sterling Craig. She's a plastic surgeon, microvascular surgeon with the Hartford HealthCare Cancer Institute at St. Vincent's Medical Center in Bridgeport, Connecticut. They explore a recent phenomenon of sorts, post-lockdown cosmetic surgery, what's behind the Zoom boom, and what to avoid if you're considering a surgical procedure for yourself. Here's Steve Coates. So COVID-19 has brought some unusual trends. One of those we're hearing about is a rise in plastic surgery. Doctor, are you seeing similar trends? Cosmetic surgery is definitely booming right now. And I think it's probably a combination of factors. One, I think a lot of people are working remotely. And so the typical time they would have to take off, you know, sick time or using vacation time for recovery is not really uh, an issue because people are still obviously able to attend meetings from their bed or wherever they're recovering. I think in terms of the overall concerns of their body image, I think people are sort of starting to venture out socially. And, you know, the stress that COVID has placed on everybody is not uh, new news. And I think our body certainly uh, shows that stress visually. And I think people are trying to sort of improve their looks prior to engaging a little bit more socially. I do think that the COVID-15 is a realistic sort of phenomenon as well. And I think patients at the beginning during all the stress were inside and probably not nearly as active. Gyms were closed and um, probably not eating like they had before. So I think people had a lot of weight gain and overall just general poor health as a result of the sort of emergent stressful situation for them. You mentioned working remotely. An article recently that I saw talked about how Zoom meetings are changing people's uh, perception of themselves and in turn is leading to plastic surgery. Are you seeing that as well? You know, I've heard that more from professional women than I've ever heard that before. And I think because they're uh, relatively new to doing Zoom meetings, as you guys are more aware of than me, you know, the camera can be quite unforgiving. And that's definitely a new area of, uh, I guess, cosmetic pressure that I've never experienced before, but you're absolutely right. So you are technically a microvascular surgeon. What exactly is that subspecialty and how does it relate to plastic surgery in general? Yeah. So um, I did six years of plastic surgery residency at Yale. And then I spent an extra year after I finished that residency in Houston, Texas at a cancer center called MD Anderson. And there they specialize in a type of surgery for cancer reconstruction called microvascular. And what that basically means is that we use a very large microscope to reconstruct different parts of the body by transplanting tissue from one place to the other and using that microscope to reconnect the blood vessels. It's kind of like vascular surgery, but on a microscopic level because the blood vessels are just so small. You know, I grew up in the 80s, and when you talk about plastic surgery, we talked about celebrities, people of great means. Really, plastic surgery has expanded its reach and is really available 
to more people in different medical situations, isn't it? Yeah, um, that's a great question. You know, I grew up in the 80s, too, when plastic surgery was, you know, really for people that had a lot of expendable income. And now it's very much commonplace that anybody from a blue collar worker to the country club mom is having plastic surgery because it's so much more affordable. I think that the societal pressures that we have are a little bit more significant too. You know, maybe people are a little bit more concerned or about how they're looking and they're able to afford different ways to improve upon it as well. And then in terms of reconstruction, you know, most, most of my reconstruction is for breast cancer. And unfortunately that can afflict any age. Um, it does, it is more commonly, uh, you know, postmenopausal women. So late forties uh, to about early sixties, but unfortunately cancer doesn't play by the rules. So it can be even 20 and 30 year old women too. And speaking of breast cancer, a patient gets this diagnosis faced with a life-changing diagnosis and then working with you, the possibility of reconstruction. Take us a little bit through those conversations in this very difficult time for a patient. The reality of breast cancer is that it's a very survivable cancer. And so these women are going to live hopefully their entire lifespan. And it is true that at the time of their diagnosis, they're very stressed. And, you know, it's an emotional roller coaster being diagnosed with cancer at any age. We just don't want them to necessarily be reminded of that emotional roller coaster every day they're on. And so the purpose of reconstruction is to sort of play the silver lining in that process. If there was something about their breasts, for example, that they didn't like before, well, let's try and improve that. Or if you wanted, if you're small chested and you wanted to be a little bit bigger, now's the time to do that. If you're large, you wanted to be smaller, same thing. Now's the time to do that. So we tried to play the silver lining in that process so that you know, hopefully in the future when they live the rest of their life, that they don't have a visual reminder of a, such a horrible experience in their life. We talked a little bit at the top about COVID making people want to improve their looks. Have you ever had patients or do you have patients come to you wanting to improve their looks and you say, I don't think this is the option for you? You might want to rethink this? <laughs> um, you know, I I believe somebody once asked my approach to medicine may be a little bit different than other plastic surgeons, but I, I think that patients really appreciate honesty and I'm not here to sell anything because I think that's how you get into trouble pretty quickly. So I like to figure out the root mainly of what drives that concern and then what their goal is. Cause a lot of patients will come in and they think that they figured out their solution. They need to have an augmentation or they need to have a lift. But in reality, what they're paying you for is your experience. You just want to know what their goal is. And then our job is to help guide them as to what we think we can do to get as close as possible to that goal. And sometimes that means not doing anything. On a personal level, you are in some cases transforming people's lives, whether it's breast reconstruction or in some cases elective procedures, cosmetic procedures, where something has bothered them for years, that's got to be amazingly rewarding for you. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think most plastic surgeons go into this field because we definitely uh, gain more than we ever uh, give just by 
following these patients through their experience in we, I do reconstructive and that's obviously a different relationship and a different experience, but it is not uncommon for those patients once they've been through that journey with you for them to become a cosmetic patient because they fully trust you. And even the cosmetic is just an additive sort of experience. It's the icing on the cake because that allows them, you've gotten them through a hard point in their life. And now you do a few little things to really boost their confidence. And it's like a completely different person. As far as choosing a career in medicine, I've seen oncologists who become oncologists because maybe they lost a family member to cancer or a cardiologist who got into cardiology because of their dad having a heart attack when they were young. There was some type of transformative event or a person maybe that they met that had them choose that specialty. What was it about plastic surgery for you that made you choose that field? I was going to be a cardiothoracic surgeon. In fact, my mentor was um, a very well-known cardiothoracic surgeon. And then I went on a mission trip and we rebuilt a child's ear from their rib when they had no ear at all. So I thought, you know, this is life-changing in a very different way. I'm much more creative-minded. And I like the fact that plastic surgery has maybe, you know, 15 or 20 different ways to approach the same problem and really give back patients the confidence and sometimes their ability to actually live their life, even though it's not, you know, recreating a beating heart. Your advice for anyone considering plastic surgery? Don't look at anything on the internet. (laughs) Definitely good advice. Very misleading. And I think it, it can either encourage or discourage patients from even seeking a consultation. I would say the best bet is to talk to their friends because likely their friends run in similar groups about maybe anybody that's had cosmetic surgery. And that is a better, I think, judge of whether it's something they want to undergo than looking at something on the internet. And then, you know, there's no, there's no harm done in just seeking out a consultation about describing the concerns that you have. It doesn't mean that somebody is going to sell you into surgery or some Botox or whatever it may be. I think it's really just meant to be like this, just a conversation about, you know, what you would like to attain and whether surgery is a good option for you. Doctor, thanks so much for your time. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you, Steve Coates and Dr. Craig. To contact Dr. Craig, call 475-210-7002. That's 475-210-7002. Or visit stvincents.org slash cosmetic surgery. Be sure to check this episode's notes for more links and information. For Hartford HealthCare, I'm Enron DePierre. Thanks for listening to More Life. I'm ready for my close-up. All the faces start to light up. You know I love this feeling. I got more life in my life. If you feel it, then you know. We can go anywhere we want to go. You're gonna love this feeling. We got more life in our life. Oh, I won't stop going. No sign of slowing. Now I know it.
to start to light up. You know I love this feeling. I got more life in my life. 